So I, I do see that like it's such a complex time and so that's why Nikki and I really wanted to talk about well what are the things that are helping us and see if that maybe can help somebody else out there. everyone welcome back to our second episode third episode the quarantine has got my brain all mushy of <laughs> trope time season two and with that we nikki and i are going to be talking about nothing too depressing because obviously it's been a really stressful time for everyone and by the time this comes out we're also going to be many many weeks into quarantining Nikki being in California and me being here and the implications of that so what we decided today was we're going to talk about a couple of different little tropes and then how we are getting through this by you know what media or um, activities we're, we're taking up while we're at home to kind of just ride this wave and hopefully that helps one of you or a lot of you out there yeah I mean it's no it's no surprise that in our time of need, we're actually, uh, you know, asking artists are the ones that are entertaining us. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. It's it's really nice. Um, oh, a couple of people have said that it's been nice in a way that it forced them to slow down and spend time with their family. So, I mean, if you want to take away some good things from this situation, it definitely uh, has shown people what to be appreciative. Yeah, um, it's a really weird time, I think, for a lot of people, because I'm, this is right in my wheelhouse, I think I mentioned this slightly last episode, that I'm an extroverted introvert, so my introvert core is just like, sweet, I'll just stay here, that'd be all right, Um, and just hang out with my cats, and just, you know, go out in my balcony, and relax, and read a book, but I do know that a lot of my friends are much more extroverted, and they're having a much harder time during this or for example like I'm still working from home but it's not so bad because I don't have to contend with noise from everybody else but I do have a lot of co-workers who you know have a lot of open concept housing and now there's nowhere with a door for them to be able to go in and do their video conferencing and work calls from um, and a lot of my friends are like what is up with this homeschooling or all of the assignments that teachers are assigning when they're also still, you know, dealing with having to be at work full time. Mm -hmm. So I do know that it's a really tough time right now. I know from a couple of um, Facebook groups that I'm a part of that there's been a lot of instances of because people are stuck in the same house together, like breaking up and and kicking someone out or leaving uh, a situation that was no longer healthy and had become um, abusive. So I I do see that like it's such a complex time. And so that's why Nikki and I really wanted to talk about, well, what are the things that are helping us and see if that maybe can help somebody else out there? Yeah, I know a lot of us, like we were saying earlier, take refuge in media and our electronic devices because now we have the internet, so there are things such as Netflix parties, Zoom wine parties. Um, I think my sister did a, like, painting party, like Bob Ross, 
So, like, I think she ordered the stuff online, like, the paints, and then they all got on, like, Zoom and watched the same Bob Ross episode. And then, like, it was like a paint and wine night, except at home. Nice. At a safe distance. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, I've done a lot of Zoom parties. Um, I did a Zoom birthday party for my cousin-in-law, and it was spectacular because he's, like, way more introverted than I am. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is the perfect birthday for you. Like, you're welcome for the best gift where we're all, we were like 20 plus people at the same time on a call, but we weren't at his actual house. And, you know, when he was tired, he was like, all right, guys, let's wrap it up. <laughs> and then he didn't have to worry about like us lingering. You'd have to clean up. Yeah. So it was really funny in that regard. And I think I've done more video chats with friends than previously. And quite honestly, it's, you know, not it's not always people who don't live near me. Like I do Mm -hmm. have a friend that I was just like, this is crazy. We've never video chatted just, you know, me and her, but she lives like an hour away. Usually I would make it a point of going once a week, once a month to go up and see her because she's, my nieces are with her. And, um, you know, we did a karaoke zoom call, me and the girls. And I I've made a point of, you know, especially because I'm working so hard from home on the computer during business hours that I made a really concerted effort to schedule time to talk to friends and catch up with them. So it also gives me something to look forward to, right? Because I'm like, oh, in like three days, I'm going to be talking to so-and-so. And and in five days, I'm going to be doing a video chat with this person. And for me, that I found a really lot of um, reassurance and comfort and sense of community, even though I literally have not left my place since the 17th of March. And so we're in beginning of April right now recording. So that's, that's, you know, going to be continuing because I'm high risk. So I wouldn't want to go out if I didn't have to. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I am, I'm a bit more of an extrovert. So I, while I do like having my time at home, I think Mm -hmm. because I spent a number of years alone, (laughs) I've had my fill of that already. And so like not going out or even seeing my coworkers is starting to, I'm looking for excuses. So like I do Amazon flex for -hmm. extra money on the side. And um, when I do like a grocery order, I get paid a lot, but like, it's nice because there's minimal human contact only when I go pick up the initial items and that's usually with a glove and face mask but then the rest of the time I'm driving and I get to at least see new neighborhoods and how people decorate mostly it's mansions so it's Mm kind of cool um because it's like I'm not interacting with anybody I'm in my car 90% of the time when I touch the boxes I wear Mm -hmm. gloves but at least gets me out of the house so I feel like not so bottled up um but I haven't had any zoom parties I haven't done any video thing per se but um I've been doing other things like um Animal Crossing came out mm-hmm. so I've been visiting my friends islands we've been playing in there um last night I played Overwatch for a while I played StarCraft 2 with a friend my friend Shelby in Ohio actually taught me is te- um is giving me lessons in Photoshop 
Nice. So I've been doing that. I took the time to um, put out a bunch of job applications, which has been really nice. And actually, by not going out, I've saved money. So, like, I feel bad because financially I'm actually doing a little better than I would have normally because I am working from home. But for me, it's hard because um, I know some people like working from home, but I am not one of those people. I need, like, the separation between right. home and work otherwise like it just constantly feels like work and when I get off work I'm still in work mode like I need to get all the yeah. things done so I just can't calm down um so yeah I found myself during my breaks um I do want to support the local food businesses um and I live near a grocery store and like an ice cream place so during my break I'll stop and get a milkshake real quick or something like that um, just to help the businesses, because yeah. it's all to go. Um, but yeah, like that's where I'm at. Um, I haven't really. We were my partner and I were catching up on Terrace House, mm-hmm. and um, which is also incredibly wholesome. But it's so weird because since it's basically following real people, it's like, oh look, there's a, there was a time when people got together <laughs> and, and right. did things. <laughs> It's and for everyone weird. out there, tell them where they, they can find Terrace House. It's on YouTube. Not YouTube. Oh, my God. It's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> it's like three boys, three girls live in a house. It's uh, in Japan. And, like, they just watch their lives. Like, that's it. That's, they only give them a house. They don't give them anything else. Um, they still have to go to work, and they still have to pay their bills. So um, it's kind of like. It's very interesting because usually there are people that wouldn't normally interact. Mm. And so, and it usually lasts for a whole year, but there's like four or five seasons. So we just finished the 2018 season, um, which is really cute. And um, yeah, so I, I've been keeping up with my anime, Haikyuu, my my volleyball boys. Um, yeah, so I've been catching up with some things, um, trying to keep busy, trying not to go too crazy. I went in my little backyard and weeded. I've I've also been noticing a lot of people enjoying the outdoors more, but be careful with that. You, like when I see a park with too many people, I don't go, Mm -hmm. but if you see Mm -hmm. a trailhead with nobody there, then like, absolutely go out and enjoy, you know, it's spring and a lot of the country and so right. you kind of want to be outside because you've been cooped up all winter you know yeah yeah that's it's kind of the the that fine fine line right like I, I do have friends who still are able to go out and like go to a park or walk around their neighborhood and stuff and mm-hmm. I mean for me thank goodness for my introvertness that kind of complements the fact that I'm high risk right now because I don't like just going out into my little balcony has really mm-hmm. helped when I need to go out. Like during the day I'll take for my lunch break, I guess because I have so much experience working from home. Mm-hmm. I've already developed through the years, a way to compartmentalize work from non-work activities, even though I'm still at home. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I did is, um, where I am right now, I don't necessarily have like a home office, which is what I would have normally have done. And then I just close the door and I'm done. But mm-hmm. I've been really, really good about making sure that at lunch, 
I completely disconnect from everything uh, work related. I've set myself away on like a gazillion different things because, of course, now uh, we use Microsoft Teams and then we're also on Zoom and all these mm-hmm. things. So I have to like set myself manually away for everything. And yeah. then um, I'll cook myself some food that always helps relax me and kind of reset my brain. And then I'll sit outside on my balcony for a while and kind of just listen to the birds and take in a little bit of sun. And then at five o'clock, I'm done. Like I'm not doing a single thing that is work related. So I literally mm-hmm. thankfully have two different computers, which I think also helps. I know that mm-hmm. you're not using two different things, but yeah. I close that computer and I'm not even going to open it or deal with a notification that has to do with work. If it's not urgent, like I'll just scan what it says and then I'm done. And I've been really good about, you know, one of the things that's relaxed me the most is kind of just thinking about DIY at home. So I've been Mm -hmm. watching a lot of DIYers on YouTube and it's been so funny, especially because now they have all these celebrities who are like trying to do shows from home Mm -hmm. and you realize, wow, your video quality really sucks. Um, These YouTubers (laughs) are just kicking ass (laughs) with a lot less budget. Um, But yeah, it's been something that I've been watching. So I've been watching The Weekender which is mm-hmm. a show sponsored by Lowe's. And basically um, this woman, I want to say her name is Michelle, goes ahead and does weekend projects to, as she says in the tagline, Pinterest worthy rooms and looks. So it's really cool. Like I, I enjoy watching it. And mm-hmm. then I also um, will go ahead and watch the, the night shows that I used to watch, mm-hmm. like Seth Meyers and Colbert. And Jimmy oh, Kimmel. Colbert's been so funny recently. Too. Yeah, all of them have been really great. And so I've been watching that. And that has been nice. Like, not going to lie, I do not watch the news because it just depresses me. And it like I don't do well with it. So what mm-hmm. I've been doing is I just listen to A Closer Look with Seth Meyers to, like, catch up. Because mm-hmm. at least then I'm kind of laughing. And it's not, even though it's serious and, and it is, you know, content-filled, it's not like, and the president lied about this other thing again, and we're all going to die. It's a little bit more like, what's up with this goofball? And that helps kind of not overwhelm myself. But I've really been enjoying, so I got into, um, I started watching Big Mouth because I got a lot of comments from various different friend sources. They're like, oh my God, this show is really crazy. Mm-hmm. And it does such an interesting job about talking about a subject that usually isn't talked about. And I really enjoy um, the the hormone monster that is voiced by Maya Rudolph. She is so great. Like, oh, I love her. She's my favorite character. And I like watching the girls because they are also given, even though they're not the primary characters, um, they are really prominent and well-fleshed out um, ensemble characters. And I really enjoy that show, even though it's like a lot of dick jokes. And a lot of dicks, but I don't know. It's not as, I think it's because it's balanced and all of the the women characters, not just the adults, but also the kids have such interesting and fleshed out stories that I I don't mind that it's just a bunch of dicks as well. Um, (laughs) So I've been watching that. I caught up on The Chef on Netflix Uh with um, Jon Favreau and Roy Choi. And I just really enjoy that freaking show. It's so soothing to me. 
something about watching people cook. I don't know. I think it's because my family grew up a lot around cooking as a, like a communal and family gathering space that mm-hmm. just watching people cook relaxes me because that's, you know, what I used to do with my parents and then like with my cooking and my brother and I cook together. So it, that kind of helps fill that void a little bit. Is there anything else on Netflix that you're kind of um, really on? So, yeah, there's a few things. There's a few things not on Netflix, too. Um, like Steven Universe Future. Well, actually, just Steven Universe in general ended. Mm-hmm. So uh, Where is the movie? Because I can't find it. Uh, it's Cartoon Network. Oh, I don't have cable. Well, I mean, I, I won't. There are non-legal ways to watch it. Not I mean, we're not going to advocate getting a VPN and using any yeah. of those things at all. Like, we are no, not advocating no. using turrets. No. Of course not. No, no, um, no. I, I'm just saying, you know, there there are ways they do exist. Um, but uh, yeah, so I watched um, I watched the series finale, and oh, oh my god, I. It was it was so good, um, mm-hmm. in a way that like it was wrapped cathartic? up yeah like wrapped up all of Stephen's feelings. Oh. And so like yeah it was just very sad. Oh. Um, I, I'm not gonna give anything away. Um, no. Also unlike unlike others I love true crime, so I. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for it. I, I'm pretty desensitized when it comes to it. Like, I grew up watching that stuff. I think because my mom did, too. I know a lot mm-hmm. of other people can't stomach it. And, I you know. Not. Yeah, so I, I apologize. But for me, um, I did watch the, the court, or was it, the trials of, um, oh, I can't remember the kid's name. Isn't that sad? I think it's uh, Gabrielle Fernandez. Yeah. Is that the one you're talking about? The little boy? Yeah, Gabrielle. Yeah. Um, oh. That was very interesting. Um, and then I watched uh, what everybody's been watching. I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched Tiger King. And, um, yeah, that's not for the faint of heart. Like, if you can't deal with animal abuse. There are even a few scenes that got me um, mm. that were a bit triggering i think like it's just because so much of it is a giant train wreck that you can't like look away from Mm. um and there have been a number of hot topics that have come from the series that i do not Mm -hmm. agree with i think it's interesting in a sense of look at the look at this community and and think of the animals. Like the whole message, the whole point was we need to stop private ownership of of big cats because right. this is bad. But I really dislike that a lot of people instead are hero worshiping Joe and yeah, it's really, really great. yeah, and really want Carol Baskins to like pay for her crimes which to be fair she probably should uh, but that doesn't exactly absolve joe either or any of the other guys mm. in in the series so that's right. kind of been a hot topic but i do there, 
Yeah, um, it was just really interesting. It was definitely a ride I did not. I remember I watched the first episode and I was like, what the hell did I watch? And what what was that? And then, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think each episode could just get crazier. Crazy. Until the point where, like, I was just like, man, this, no one can make this shit up. Like, this is just, you can't make it up. Like, it is so far out there. So, I mean, like, I, um, I enjoyed it. But like I said, um, not for the faint of heart. And I don't agree with a large portion of people that want to free Joe from jail. Which is not a spoiler alert. They tell you he's in jail from the get-go. They just don't tell you for what. Right. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I'm watching that. Um, and I have an Onward came out. And I was going to watch that Friday. I'm watching it this night. week on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. It came out earlier for purchase uh, if you wanted to digitally own it. And then okay. this week it came out for streaming on Disney Plus. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, I was... Although I'm um, sure I'll cry. (laughs) I had meant to watch it, I think, last night. But Mm -hmm. my... It's funny, I'm almost, like, busier, as weird as that sounds, now that I'm at home. Because I've Mm -hmm. been... People have been booking virtual things to do together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I we had gone grocery shopping yesterday and braved the, the grocery store, which in California, I'm sure some of our listeners maybe are not in California. If you if you've heard the of the grocery chain Aldi, um, super awesome, grew up with them, but they just started making their way over to the West Coast, so not many people mm-hmm. are familiar. So, like, the grocery store was like almost entirely empty stocked up on oh, wow. and everything yeah it was crazy and so um finally got home and I started making chili and then two of my friends are like visit my animal crossing island and I'm like okay and then my other co-worker was just like let's play overwatch now and by the time that was done and my chili was done um I was like there's no time for onward because I had to get up at seven to go deliver groceries mm. <laughs> which by the way please tip your tip your grocery store people that because um even though like the deliverers um like instacart for example they actually do have to go shopping for your goods so they are putting themselves risk way more than the amazon fresh and whole foods yeah Uh, i mean granted I, i was thinking today like i do get a tip for delivery but i always wonder like there's somebody shopping for you too like, yeah. is that person getting a tip? I don't know how that works exactly. I don't know if they're getting paid know. a different rate or something. But, yeah, I've been – I was always a big tipper, and I loved Instacart before because mm-hmm. I get one, introversion, right? And then sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I'll have um, – I'll not be feeling well or something like that. And so it was always really beneficial for me to have someone who would be able to go get my groceries and come back. And I always tipped well because I was like, thank you for doing this. But now, even more so, I've been mm-hmm. tipping 25% because there's no way I'm going to be in a grocery store right now. Like, it's too high risk for me. Um, yeah. But I obviously still need to have food. So I've been, like, just chatting up and I let them know, hey, thank you so much for doing this. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. These are the reasons why I can't be there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you have any questions, like, and been just really good about communicating in the chat to try to get what I can. Yes. Um, Please communicate because yeah. I did used to do some Instacart. I stopped because, I mean, there's a reason they went on strike. Instacart, yeah. you, I did not make as much on Instacart as I do with Amazon Flex. And I don't have to deal with people with Flex, which is the, the added bonus to it. Yeah. But like Instacart, I can't tell you, like, some people didn't tip at all. Or they wanted like 90 items and would leave you a $2 tip. That's insane. Exactly. But now there are so many batches popping up that drivers and shoppers can just be like pick and choose. So if you leave a shitty tip, yeah, if you leave a shitty tip, no, you're not going to get your groceries. It's just going to sit there. Yeah, that's definitely something I've heard. I mean, I get it. It makes sense. If you have the option between choosing someone who's going to be tipping you 25% and someone who's going to tip you 5%, then fuck yeah, you're going yeah. to go with the 35%. Yeah. I've all, yeah, I've also noticed that, um, so in Amazon, they call them your time slot a block. Blocks right. have been flying fast because the unemployment rate. So many yeah. people are um, choosing to go to the gig economy. And I mean... I'm going to stick with Flex. Um, it's always been good to me, but right. I mean, I think Grubhub is have some sort of thing going on with you this weekend. If you deliver 10 a day, you get an extra $50, 20 a day, you get $150. But wow. other than that, I think Grubhub and Postmates don't also don't pay very well. It's not quite worth it. Um, Neither is Uber. I think Amazon Flex is the only one that I've done that I felt that I was properly compensated. That's really um, interesting. Yeah, I would maybe do Instacart if they were near my house mm-hmm. and I could get it done fast. But right now, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to go in the grocery store if I don't have to. I went. I yeah. tried going to Walmart a few weeks ago weekends ago and it was like black friday i saw people coming out of there with like 32 inch to like 80 inch 4k tvs this is just like pulling up in the parking lot and yeah, i was just they're like, gonna be stuck at home and they're like well i need a better tv yeah i was like no uh, 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 there's no way i'm going in there so please like pay and tip well yeah even if yeah, you're yeah, yeah. going to pick up, please leave a tip for the people because they're putting themselves at risk and they don't, mm-hmm. they probably most likely have no choice but to go to work because it, I've heard a lot of people are in this catch 22 where you're, um, well, on the one hand, you're thankful that you still have your job and you're getting paid, but on the other hand, you're also kind of scared. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been tipping anytime I go up to my wall I get a tea across the street or something like that I've been tipping them because it sucks yeah and I've 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 been really kind of appreciative I've had some friends who've been able to bring me some stuff um and I just I definitely think that in this time mm-hmm. we have to really like it's really funny that just you know, two months ago, people who were making bare minimum wage at these mm-hmm. jobs that are now clearly essential, like working at grocery stores and 
and pharmacies and checkout people and everything mm-hmm. like that now are obviously essential to the functioning of our society. So I hope one of the things that comes out of this whole thing, aside from us finally getting universal health care, is that um, those positions are better compensated. Same with teachers, because, you know, I used to teach. And, yes. oh, my gosh, I've heard from so many of my friends who are parents and then other teachers who have been talking to them that are like, now they have to have their kids. And they're like, I can't with like two kids and like all the things I need to do. And you're like, yeah, imagine that with a room with 30 kids. Mm-hmm. all day long like they're your same kid that you swore was an angel and now they're at your house and all of a sudden they're crazy um so yeah it's it's i i really hope that the things that we take away from this whole experience as a society is that we need to start investing and appreciating not in moments of crisis but on a regular these vital positions because it's really important you know it is. We take we take a lot for granted. Um, like you said, teachers definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they already were not getting paid enough. Yeah. Um, they don't have the proper supplies. Yep. Um, and funding many times. Um, one of our friends, she teaches graphic design to to students, and they just. She's not getting paid. Like, at least some of my other teacher friends are still getting paid. She just isn't getting paid. And so I feel bad for her. Um, And she can't even teach her kids from home because most of her, she lives in an area where most of the kids don't have access to a computer. Yeah. That's another Um, thing that I think is going to come of this. We need to accept that Internet is no longer a luxury. It's utility. Yeah. And it should be accessible to absolutely every single place. Mm-hmm. Like libraries, I feel yes. like people don't realize how much of a resource they are. And now that they're closed, you know, they're like, oh, man, like, actually, our library does a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been really using my um, my library app. They give us um, access to e- electronic and digital content. So like audiobooks, ebooks. Um, I've been checking out a lot of comic books as well, like tradebacks, and have been listening to some music and stuff. So I've been taking full advantage. I was already, but even more so now. They've extended like the number of items that you can check out that are digital a month because obviously the physical library is closed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you can even rent movies from the library. Now, many yeah. people knew that. I grew up doing that. My dad and music CDs. Mm-hmm. That's how I actually found out um, I really liked Vince Guaraldi, who's the composer of Linus and Lucy and all of the Peanuts music. Awesome. Yeah. So, fun fact. But, yeah. Um, and, obviously, our healthcare workers. Yeah, obviously. Who, I mean, even though they get paid, some of them get paid a lot, some of them don't. It it really is diverse and depends on what you're into. But all Mm -hmm. of them are saddled with plenty of student loan debt. Yeah. And I was listening to NPR today, and really it was more, because because, um, the language used for this whole thing is, um, they keep calling it a war. 
And so you could say that our healthcare workers and our grocery store workers and everybody who's on the front essential are the front lines that were conscripted. They did not mm-hmm. sign up for this. No. So definitely show your support. Um, in, in that end, we do have a mask shortage. And it's been amazing to see communities rise up and make masks. And um, actually, literally this morning, I um, found a Kickstarter called um, Artists Make Masks. Mm -hmm. And so it's a bunch of different, like, um, artists that go to, like, Artist Alley, those type of, like, geeky artists creating patterns to make custom fabric masks. And they have a... um, a pocket for a filter and every mask ha- comes with two filters. Oh wow. And I think it's like every one that you order, they'll donate one to hospital workers. Nice. And they've already like obviously met their goal, so much so that all the mask patterns are unlocked and they're going to be creating new patterns. So I'm actually I signed up for two. It was like 25 bucks for two. And um, there's some really cute ones. There's one with, like, watermelons all over and um, one with Kirby all over and um, oh, a few um, Kimetsu no Yaiba ones. Like, there were, like, six designs, and they're unlocking more. So I'm actually really excited. Um, I think it might be too late <laughs> for, for this one because I think the Kickstarter ends on the 11th. Okay. which this will probably come out way too late. But um, I just wanted to take a moment and recognize them because it is a really cool idea. But I've also yeah. seen a lot of cosplayers going through their scraps yeah. and making masks and donating them. Um, I mean, if you want to, definitely. Um, but make sure you – there's a lot of research out there on what fabrics you should and shouldn't use, and you should definitely yeah. wash it beforehand. Absolutely. Wash it a couple times. Like the things that I read is that you really shouldn't be using too many synthetic materials because mm-hmm. um, COVID-19 can survive longer on plastics. So yeah. it's better to just use cotton and wash it a couple times, like you said before, so that it shrinks what it's going to shrink before you start mm-hmm. sewing it. Yes. So that it doesn't get warped later. Um, one yeah. of the things that I thought was really cool is, for example, I'm part of the Galactic Vampire. Mm-hmm. Not vampire, vampire, and so it's just a really cool group. We love Star Wars, and one of the members had a bunch of like Star Wars themed fabrics that she had just collected over the while, and so she started mm-hmm. making masks and was sending them to people who were part of the group that um, that were in need. So I thought that was really cool, but it's super crappy that like our federal government is not supplying this to the people who actually need it and that everything has gotten to the point where it is ridiculous that states have to be trying to outbid each other for essential supplies that should have been put into production so that we would have what we need months ago. Mm -hmm. So that's the really like as awesome as it is that everyone's stepping up and that like private individuals um, are going through and, and donating, like I think Stefan Marbury donated 10,000 ventilators or masks, mm-hmm. or I don't even know what, to New York because 
New York's order that they had put in for in the federal government got declined. Yeah. So the, the thing is, up. yes, we shouldn't have to be going to these lengths. No. We shouldn't ha- be turning to small business owners and people at the bottom of the 99% to to take care of these things. We shouldn't. Um, no. I mean, it's it's great and endearing and shows the human spirit. Like, I really love that my local macaroon place, Honey and Butter, um, they they do um, pickups for your orders, but like all leftover macaroons that day, they go to the hospital and drop off. Mm-hmm. But like, we shouldn't be relying no. on these small businesses that are hurting during yeah. this time the most. We This is the whole point of having a government. And the fact that... The government is turning to private corporations for help, and yet they're still not delivering, like Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, that was a well, giant. Because also, it it's it just I think this highlights the fact that this, in my opinion, farce that we've been given about how small government is the best thing, and that private industry mm-hmm. is going to come in and save the day. Well, not so much so far, anyway. You know, like all of these situations where it would have been better if we had I don't know a stupid global pandemic team in CDC or I don't know someone who like actually was talking about well you know this is ramping up we should get a bunch of these tests ready and the tests that we should be getting are ones that have a shorter turnaround time to get your results in two Mm -hmm. weeks because if you get tested and just go about your own business like Paul Rand did and go to the like congressional pool and gym and all this other stuff, then yeah, you're going to get other people sick because you know, you didn't take the precaution of getting tested and then self quarantining until you got your results. You took the mm-hmm. test and figured that, I don't know, in the two weeks, whatever, after I got my results, Oh, it turns out that I was in fact um, contagious. Then, you know, good luck to everybody else. It seems like there were so many places and times in which we could, of course, correct it. We could have prevented this from being as bad as it's going to be. I mean, the images from New York are just chilling. You know, mm-hmm. their crematoriums are at like basically a 24-7 right now because they're at capacity and overtime. And in this time, I think everyone should just really try to, I think crafting is awesome. I also Mm -hmm. think that if you're just sitting home and just getting through it and not being creative, that is okay too. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a little bit too overwhelming. And like you were saying, working from home is really stressful. And this is not even just working from home. I want to be very clear. This is working from home during a crisis. This is not regular working from home. Mm -hmm. Because even if you don't have a bunch of people now crammed into a small space and you're all trying to like negotiate who gets to use the internet because everyone has to do a, a like work conference call or something like that or a virtual school at the same time. Mm-hmm. The stress of everything that's happening is still in the back of your head, like mm-hmm. a tab on your browser that keeps refreshing and it's using yes. up energy. And that's why, you know, a lot of people are just super duper tired. I know that that's happened to me and I think I'm, I'm navigating this fairly well considering everything else, I could imagine that that if I had more stressors, then Mm -hmm. I would be in a different position. Well, yeah, I mean, both of us are fortunate enough that we don't have the added stressor of, do we have a job? Yes. 
Um, yeah. We're very fortunate. I mean, I don't make a lot, but it's definitely more than a lot of other people are making right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I'm sure like they're trying to be positive. Like for me, mm-hmm. um, I think the stressor for me at home is uh, I'm, I feel like, okay, I have all this free time, well, free time in quotes now right. um, because my overtime was taken away. I have to use this to find a better job. I have Mm -hmm. to one up my game. I have to study. I have to um, pick up new skills. Like otherwise, um, like I feel like I'll be be considered lazy per se. And so like I I hump that on my shoulders and it it, animal crossing has been um, at least a blessing in that it slows me down. It gives Mm -hmm. me, goals in game but no time limits on said goals or very long time limits so that I have something to focus on that isn't like going to end the world exactly (laughs) if that makes sense like it absolutely um, does yeah um and the creative freedom it allows is great Because, yeah, crafting is great and baking. I see a lot of people getting into baking, especially Mm -hmm. bread making. But um, I'm also very conscious of, like, the people supplying the things I'm buying right now. Yeah. So, like, um, for right now, I would highly recommend if you're going to craft, please do not support Joanne currently. Um, And not Hobby Lobby. Yeah, definitely not Hobby Lobby. I don't know if you've been following what's going on with Joanne's, Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, the whole, like, we're going to give you free material or something to sew masks just so that they stay open as an essential. Business. Yes. And none of them actually got the mask kits. Oh. Like, there were whole states that never got masks kit- kits, and they were told to just tell people they sold out. That is so messed up. I know, right? So, yeah, they're, I would not recommend supporting them currently. Um, GameStop is another one notorious for saying that they are essential because they they have keyboards and mice that businesses need. And I'm like, who's going to a GameStop to buy a gaming keyboard for their work? I mean, maybe a very niche market, but, like, I'm not, Amazon isn't really much better but like damn i i don't want to go to GameStop either you know you, yeah, i guess I pick and choose your battles um yeah there's the thing we the main thing is like we just have to try to do the best and not we have to be kinder to ourselves right so mm-hmm. i was talking to a friend about that and i was like we need to be kinder with ourselves so did we finish absolutely everything we were setting out to do no are we you know at the same peak performance, like, oh, I used to ride, uh, run five miles uh, every other day, and now I only got through two. And I was like, well, that's awesome. You got through two in the middle of a freaking crisis. Like, that's yeah. an accomplishment. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It would be ridiculous to expect yourself to be as productive or paradoxically more productive during a crisis. Like, you need to be kinder to yourself and find things that are going to recharge you and not deplete you even further in this fallacy that now we have all this free time because we're home because we really don't have free time that isn't also compromised by stress mm-hmm. and I mean I'm 
totally guilty of this. Like I just said, like I, yeah. I for some reason I put more <laughs> more stress on myself in the middle of this. Um, but I I focused it in doing skills and whatnot, and yeah. I felt good the other day because like. I put out, I think, 25 job applications, and I was like, nice. awesome. I, I did something, so I rewarded myself by playing StarCraft 2. Um, there you go. So, yeah, I've been trying to, to take it step by step, but, yeah, like, I, I feel like everybody's in a different place, depending on your state, too. Also, yeah, because we don't have a coordinated effort across, like, in Florida, it was so piecemeal. It was so oh, frustrating, and I feel like it was unnecessary. We're we're going to have an unnecessary amount of people who are negatively impacted by this. Maybe not die, but negatively impacted by this moving forward. And it was it didn't have to be as bad. And I think that's that's the thing that kind of bums me out, which is why I was I'm being more careful of not exposing myself to things that I know trigger my anxiety. So, like, I definitely have not watched Tiger uh, King because Mm -hmm. I don't deal well with exploitation of children and animals. So that Mm -hmm. was not going to be my jam or relaxing in the slightest, even if it was crazy pants, you know, like I was not going to be able to, it won't sit well with me or, you know, I've been watching shows that I know I love. So I'll watch. I started rewatching Parks and Rec. Love it. I'm rewatching Good Place. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited every single week that we get a new Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I love that show and it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of different types of things. And I started trying to watch some shows and I've been a lot more critical right now of what I'm going to continue to dedicate time to or not. So I started watching The Dragon Prince on Netflix. Have you seen that, Nikki? I've seen the first season. Um, I've heard uh, some people didn't like it. Some people did. There were some general complaints. But I hear overall the rest of the seasons are pretty good. I, I actually caught up on She-Ra not too long ago. So I, Ooh, I, I, put Dragon, yes, I put Dragon Prince on the back burner for a little bit. Yeah, I started trying to watch season one. I got upset with the entire premise of, like, why there was the beef that there was. Yeah. And I was just like, that's some bullshit. And so I couldn't keep doing it. Um, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to going back into Shira. I think that that's going to be great. The oh, interesting man. thing, Shira. the interesting thing is like everything that was in production has stopped production for the most part. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So at which point do we run out of content? Well, I don't know about, that some of my friends who are in the movie industry they're working from home at the same pace that they were working right but i mean of stuff that was shooting oh you mean live action yeah all the live stuff that was yeah in production and then got called off thankfully right like i'm not advocating they should have finished their yeah just the stuff that was in production and got Mm -hmm. called off thankfully um weeks ago all that stuff is going to now be delayed however long it takes to um for this to stabilize i'm not gonna say normalize but like stabilize so that we can continue that industry i know that for example 
comic books, the number one, or like, I think the only source that you could get physical comic books from was Diamond. And they stopped sending books to comic book stores. So they're mm-hmm. only sending, I think, like, either super limited printings of only certain books. And mm-hmm. so they're saying that a lot of comic book stores are going to close. Um Artists are still drawing and everything because digitally they can still release them, right? Mm-hmm. But it does impact, obviously, the the market of of purchasing the weeklies. But I do think yeah. that maybe that's going to have a positive effect. I mean, the way that I was thinking about it, that would be super cool, happy ending type of deal of, of, of like, oh, isn't that great? Would be that now comic book stores would open because you have these like super rare editions and limited release of certain books, but you'd be able to still get everything digitally. Mm-hmm. Maybe just go and buy like the trade back of the the arc that you really liked, which is what I do now anyways. Like I only buy physical comic books in trade backs of the story arcs that I really enjoyed reading so that I have them to keep. I don't do the individual issues just because one, I don't have space. And to, um, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, with games, it's the same price digitally as it is physically. I do always exactly. prefer physical content. But in this time and age, I'm not about to do that. So I did purchase Animal Cross digitally. Not that mm-hmm. you can even find it physically right now because right. it's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Because I don't know if many people know this, but like they haven't stopped making physical copies yet. Those those plants are still open. Um, yeah, they've already gone back to work. Yeah, well, they're not in China. They're in Europe. Oh yeah, and they never stopped. Nope, they didn't stop. I think they're like mm-hmm. in Poland or something like that. I was told. Oh. Um. So yeah. They never stopped. Um, they probably should, but yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like physical copies are still around. But honestly, if you want to support creators, either buy if you're gonna buy physical, I would recommend buying the limited edition or just buy digital because studios make a lot more money on the digital copies so just yeah. food for thought but um yeah um i would imagine i mean switches right now nintendo switches i don't because of animal yeah. crossing funny enough are there's a shortage people are selling them for four to five hundred dollars on ebay right now that's bananas yeah my friend i, I convinced them to finally get one maybe like three weeks ago mm-hmm. and we've been playing Mario Kart online with his nephew. And so we'll have Mario Kart parties and it is just the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. I'm looking into getting animal crossing, but I'm going to have to wait. I was going to get that as well as fallen order for my PlayStation four. I was both going to be uh, digital copies mm-hmm. because I tried to see if I could do like a pre-owned mm-hmm. pre-owned $5 off. And I was like, what? No. Yeah. So just go ahead and get, at get for the real pre-owned. 
Um, I liked that stupid GameStop online as yeah. well as like I think GameFly, and I was just like, nah. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy used, I recommend just going to. I mean, but if you want, if you want any sort of warranty, I guess you can go to GameStop and no. pay extra for the warranty. But like by that time, you might as well just buy a new one. <laughs> but yeah, no. I um, Facebook Marketplace and uh, Craigslist. Yeah, and but stuff I'm not like gonna that. go meet anybody right now. Exactly. I, I wanted it to just like come to me but I'm just going to get digital anyway no worries but I really want to do uh Fallen Order I'm looking forward to it right now I'm still playing I'm 111 hours into my Zelda Breath of the Wild and have not finished it on purpose because I'm running around the countryside with my horse who I've named Winnie and giving it like cool hairdos and every time I could like upgrade for a saddle thing I'm like ooh, wouldn't that be nice I'm, like, decorating the house that they gave you. I'm doing every single side quest you can just to listen to some more flute and ocarina music and just, like, mm-hmm. take in the views mm-hmm. because it just relaxes me. Like, same thing what you're saying with Animal Crossing. I'm, like, not doing any of the big heavy-duty fights because I don't want to be in that, like, headspace yet. Same thing yeah. with God of War. I'm running around doing all the little side quests, finding all the things in the map, and... I've really enjoyed that. So I think that that's going to last me another couple of weeks and then I'll probably get Fallen Order and just dive into that. So excited. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get my Assassin's Creed because I was super lax on that before. And so now I have two games, which is exciting to play. I've got Origins and then Odyssey. So that's looking good yeah. on the gaming front. I got to be honest. I'm really excited about these games coming up. Did you hear about Last of Us? I did. Indefinitely. It was, but it too. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're not too far away from me. Um, but like, yeah, I'm glad they're postponing it. They they should. Me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm bummed. I don't have my PS4 with me because I wanted to play P5R, but right. it is what it is. I also have a bunch of Yakuza titles that I have yet to play that are digital copies only that I've been wanting to touch as well, but I only have my Switch, so um, mm-hmm. yeah, Animal Crossing it is, but I was also gifted a copy of Pokemon, and oh my nice. god, have you played the new Pokemon? I haven't, it was on my list, and then I talked to someone, they're like, it's not that great, is it it's great? fucking amazing, the quality Ooh. of life features, oh my god, you, you remember you used to have to go to the, uh, either the Pokemon Center or the Pokemart for everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Now you just press Y. for not, not for healing your Pokemon, but any sort of online battle. If I'm out in the field, I press Y, and I'm just like, cool, do I want to do this locally, or do I want to do it online? And I can even set a room using a code to make sure my friend is the one that goes into the room for my trade ah. or for my battle. Ooh. It's so well, nice. I'm going to add that to my list so that we can play. We can play online, right? Yeah, it's and like you can okay. raid together. They added Dynamax battles. Mm-hmm. My only complaint is those go really fast. Um, but like I don't have to if I'm in the middle of like say hunting for a Pokemon, I right. I don't have to drop everything to go to a town to like go battle my friend anymore. Oh, I can just be like, Yeah, I can just be like, cool, let me get out of this bushy area. All right, I'm good. Let's go. Like, oh, my God, I was behind the curve on it. So 
what was great was since most of my friends have already beaten the game and had bred all their Pokemon, they're like, hey, I've got like 400 shiny Eevees or 400 of this Pokemon. What do you want? Like, let me know. I'll trade it to you. So like in my first three days, I got 50 Pokemon. I got all the starters. Nice. And starters from other generations too. It was freaking amazing. I was just like, why did I not pick this up sooner? Um, Everybody in my workplace was playing it. And so I was kind of like, you know, you kind of feel left out. Because I would see Mm -hmm. them on break, and they'd be waiting together, and they'd be battling together. And I'm just like, man, I kind of want in on that. I am, like, so happy I got it. Because when I'm done with – sometimes after a while, when I run out – when I run out of my dailies or there's no one online in Animal Crossing Mm – I'll switch back over to Pokemon, and it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Like, I can just wander the wild area on my bike, which, by the way, you only use a bike for everything now. Like, (laughs) it, it, it spawns floaties to go over water. Ooh. It's like... Oh, I fucking I love this game. I love it. I was I haven't played a, a Pokemon seriously um, for quite a while, to be honest. Um, I just couldn't get into it, or maybe just didn't mm-hmm. have the time. But I am loving Sword and Shield. Um, it's it's way more relaxed, and I feel like I get to enjoy the world more. Okay. Well, I'll add it to my list of things to look forward to in the next month plus. <laughs> I I highly recommend Pokemon. Um, not only that, like I said, the online features are great. Like the quality mm-hmm. of life is just much better. Like the customization options for your avatar are also mm-hmm. really good. Um, and you get to like everybody has their own trading card. So when you like interact with somebody, um, you can trade your cards to each other. Ooh, okay. And it has like your Pokemon team on the back. Oh, how fun. I know. And you get to, like, um, the further you go, you can, like, purchase different stuff, like make your card holographic and add different Ooh. backgrounds and fonts and poses. And, like, whatever your avatar looks like, you can update it so that way it's your current avatar's look. That's awesome. Just, I know. It's, like, the I love it. Um, To me, it's the first one in a while that I've been... Like, yeah, I don't think I know black and white wasn't exactly popular, but for Mm -hmm. me, I was like, black and white was the last one that I felt this way about. Right. Um, Yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying sword. And um, that's my pitch. That's my pitch. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you pitched Um, me well, because I'm all about this now. I'm going to like budget for it. And you play Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, I've been really disappointed with my Pokemon Go because mm-hmm. a gym is maybe three blocks away from me, but mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable going out and walking mm-hmm. quite yet. Um, yeah. So I just, like, yearn and look at it nostalgically, like, oh, if only I could have more gifts to send people. But, like, the cool thing about uh, Sword is, mm-hmm. you know, Pokemon Home, right? Yeah, yeah you can link it up to... Not yet. Yeah, not yet, but eventually you can. Well, there's something on there on Pokemon Go. It says you can link your account 
to your Switch Pokemon game. Yes. That's for um, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. But, like, mm. eventually you'll be able to, like, upload your Pokemon Go Pokemon to home and then put them in Sword and Shield. Nice. And, like, both yeah, maybe the- waiting is going to time out perfect for me then. Yeah, and both of the games also work with the Pokeball Plus. So, like, when I'm out doing Amazon orders, I'll put a Pokemon mm-hmm. in my ball and then literally hang it from my belt loop. So I can nice. get some walking in and, like, level up my Pokemon. And yeah, I have it freaking... linked up to my watch for yeah, sync. The freaking, like, Pokeball, though, it actually makes noises. Like, it makes the Pokemon's call. And it, like, I will rattle. That. And you can play games. Oh. Uh, I was gifted it. One of my friends um, was moving, and he just didn't use it. But it was, like, brand new. Mm-hmm. So I was like... This is freaking awesome. Like, I can just take my Pokemon with me. I feel like a real trainer. That's awesome. I know. Yeah, I have so... Adventure Sync on my my Apple Watch. So when I mm-hmm. I try to do some exercise here in the house, one of the main mm-hmm. things that I've been doing is um, a 30-minute solo dance party. So I've been really into – so DJ D-Nice mm-hmm. like an old-school DJ – he on Instagram has started doing club quarantine where he'll DJ for like an hour or two hours and just spin the entire time. Um, and he's been like connecting with a bunch of different charities because it's gotten bananas. Like the one that he started doing blew up and there was like 50 plus thousand people watching. And then he got together with Michelle Obama to try to get as many people to register to vote as possible. And then like that blew up as well to like, I think 60,000 plus people watching at one point simultaneously. And um, so I've been keeping an eye on that. And so I'll just dance for 30 minutes straight here in my condo. Just like Mm -hmm. it helps so much because it gets rid of all that like anxious energy you have in the background. And then it also kind of just, makes you move and stretch and everything so that the sitting at a computer in a fixed position for almost all of those work hours mm-hmm. uh, continuously, you just like cramping up, you know, so that's really been helping me. And that that's when I get my steps in mostly. And then my watch sinks it and I'll hatch my little eggs. But yeah, I think that that would be so much fun to, to have the little ball be able to use that. Because it looks so cute. I did hear that it made, like, the little noises, and I was just like, shut uh, up. This is adorable. I'm like, this is the closest I will ever be to being a real trainer. <laughs> it's, I feel like a kid when I wear it, to be honest. But all we need is more, like, augmented reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I I I adore it. Um, the whole system, I adore. Um, yeah, a lot of people have been using video games and stuff to and I've been seeing a lot of an uptick of people doing virtual D&D sessions but yeah like um I've seen an uptick and uh like you said you were talking about DJ stuff um a couple of my friends actually in the anime DJ community have been holding online raves via Twitch Ooh. yeah 
So, like, they've been all-nighters, but I've also seen a lot of people doing D&D online, either via, like, Discord or um, there's a few other, uh, a few other, I can't think of it right now, online places where you can Mm -hmm. set up for that. But that's also, like, a great way to interact with your friends. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because you get to forget about this for a while you get to um mm-hmm. be somebody else um yeah i played actually last night i played um i'm gonna look up exactly what it's called basically it's like a no copyright infringement version of uh cards against humanity online so what we did mm-hmm. we did a zoom call because half of the fun of Cards Against Humanity is the snack you're talking the entire time. Yeah. So we had a Zoom call, and then on our phones, we went ahead and played. Um, I'll make sure that we have it in our in our notes. So we played basically a version of Cards Against Humanity online together simultaneously, and it was mm-hmm. so much fun, so much fun. And I think that that's great. I would love to be able to play. I know that the – is it Jackbox? Game? Yeah. I know a lot of my friends are online. Been- yeah, so what a lot of people have been doing is they'll have, like, a copy on Steam or something, and then on uh-huh. Discord or Zoom, they'll screen share their screen, and then you use okay. your phone to hook up to the server. Hmm. So you can all play together. That would be interesting to do. Yeah. I've been invited to a few of those, but it's funny, like, my social schedule is still, is still packed, even when at home. Right, Exactly. Yeah, I um like you had called me to do the Tiger King, and this is before I knew what it was really going to be about. But I was mm-hmm. already doing Murder She Drank online in a Google Hangout, uh, where we watch Murder She Wrote with bingo mm-hmm. cards for Murder She Drank. I don't drink, but mm. I'll have cheese or something nice every time something in my bingo card happens, and that's really cool. We started doing it more often because um you know quarantine, so we're doing it every Friday night, and we just started, and I. If I haven't told you about this, Nikki, now, this is me going to blow your mind. So we just started watching Rosemary and Time, which is apparently on Amazon Prime video or something. And it's British ladies that garden and solve murders. Oh, yeah, and you did tell me this. Yeah, yeah. Spectacular. It is spectacular. So it's a uh, bitches solve and murder is what our, yeah. our current one is. So yeah. I remember because then I remember I talked about Father Brown and how much I miss yes. the new seasons because they aren't up on Netflix, which is also uh, it, that one is um, it's on the BBC. But then yeah. Netflix has license for the first like five or six seasons. And it's like mm-hmm. a um, Catholic priest post World War Two, I think, um, solving mysteries. Yeah, he's Catholic. Or is he Anglican? Definitely Catholic, because he talks about the Pope. So he's in Ireland? Maybe. No, he's in England. Definitely in England. Okay. I mean, they definitely talk about the Pope. So I just assumed he was Catholic. Hmm. Anyways. Magic, like, anyways, very smart priest who... There's always the bumbling cop who and detective who can't yes. seem to do the job. And so he has to, he's the one that solves all the mysteries. Yes. 
That's fine. funny and wholesome. I mean, if you consider good. murder wholesome. Right. But they don't actually show anything, so it's not like a horror Right, movie. it's like Britishy whodunit. Yeah, yeah. It's not which a you should, I don't think. Which you should definitely watch Knives Out if you like that. <gasps> I love Knives Out. So on that whole vein, I, I really like Ryan Johnson. And so my friend was recommending movies for me to watch. He's like, hey, have you ever seen The Brothers Bloom? And I was mm-hmm. like, no, what the hell is that? He's like, it's like from 2008, 2009 or something. And it's Ryan Johnson. It's got Mark Ruffalo, who I love. Mm-hmm. It has um, Adrian Brody and a very young, but looks identical to today's Rachel Vice. Like, oh my God, I had not noticed that she is not aged in 10 plus years. Um, it was adorable. So if you really enjoyed Knives Out, this is a great, because it's like a, a rom-com wrapped up in a con caper. And okay. it was really, really fun. Watch that. And then I also went through and watched both seasons, or the only two seasons, of Fleabag recently. Oh, okay. And that also has Hot Priest. Not that <laughs> Father Brown is hot. But um, that was really cool to watch. I'm going to not advocate using a VPN to maybe watch BBC shows in the slightest. This is me not endorsing that idea to watch BBC shows. Yes, absolutely not. Do not do this thing. Also, not endorsing using VPNs to watch all Studio Ghibli films on non-US Netflix at all. I'm not doing that in the slightest. I think that I'm frowning. I'm definitely frowning on that idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't watch any Ghibli doing this. Mm-mm. Don't need, mm-hmm. don't need none of that. Don't want any of that. No. But yeah. I'm really excited that they're out there. And I own Spirited Away because it's my favorite movie. I'm also mm-hmm. quite por- uh, partial to Ponyo because I think it's the cutest adaptation of The Little Mermaid, in my opinion. Oh. She's so damn cute. And there's none of that, like, I'm going to lose myself for love bullshit mm-hmm. that I don't like of the original it's so much more empowering of a story on her front but I am really looking forward to not watching them on a VPN yeah 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 I um I think two of my favorites are Howls and yes. Princess Mononoke oh <gasps> love that dude like I love I can't remember her name, but the woman that runs the ironworks, she is fucking badass. Like, yeah, I she does. Just love all of them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great that she actually listens and comes around, but like mm-hmm. her whole stance is, listen, I understand, but we got to make a, a living, and I have all these people that I'm responsible for. Right. You know, so it, it, it was it wasn't like you're bad. There's no I feel like there was no real finger waving. It was like everybody was coming with their own opinion and they came to an agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, I really love that. And I love Howl, too. I read mm-hmm. the book. The book was very. Mm, the relationship between that they have in the book like mm-hmm. it, 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 most of the book she's like really annoyed with him and then oh. at the very last minute 
she's like, actually, I love him. And I'm like, where where did Aww. this come from? Where yeah, did that's this annoying. come from? It seemed like a very, like, it. I feel like the movie did a much better job at explaining. Um, although the book did elaborate on, like, the war. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we didn't really understand why they were really at war. But, yeah. Um, yeah. They both had their merits. But I love, I'm a sucker for the animation. Yeah. I think that within this quarantine era, Mm -hmm. romanticizing those small little pleasures that are so well highlighted in Ghibli Ghibli films are so great. Like Mm -hmm. preparing yourself a meal, like just sitting and staring out a window, um, Mm -hmm. quietly reflecting or like spending time with, with your loved ones, looking at a garden or gardening. I think those are all things that I always found so endearing about those mm-hmm. movies. I mean, obviously, I really love character development and all this other stuff, but those those moments of just small pleasures and mm-hmm. just stillness, I've always, as an introvert, always really, you know, been drawn to. So I think that in all this hecticness and all of this, like, a bunch of shit that we cannot control because it's so much bigger than our individual sphere of influence. But what mm-hmm. we can influence are the little moments that we give ourselves, the little moments where we treat ourselves to something that is going to be restorative and not just continuously depleting. So like, be kinder to yourself. If you don't finish everything and you're not at peak performance and efficiency, that is okay. Um, and then we're just going to have to ride this wave out. Yeah. As best we can. So I'm glad that you and I were able to take this time to talk about those things. And I feel like even though we didn't technically talk about a trope today, mm-hmm. I think I'm all right with it. Yeah, it was real casual. We didn't want anything heavy. There's enough yeah. heaviness right now, to be honest. And right. um, we just wanted to have a good check-in. And mm-hmm. may hopefully, like, we named some cool things that you might be interested in checking out while you are um, while you're quarantined. If you want to learn a new skill, I recommend Skillshare. They have a bunch yeah. of free cool classes. If you like, even like in like handwriting, if you just want to learn like calligraphy or something, some people find that really soothing. Like, allow yourself to do that sketch, but it's also okay to just lay in bed and veg out and play app games all day. Yeah. Yeah, there's no right or wrong way to go about this. The main thing is just be kinder to yourself. Don't get into this whole, like, negative feedback loop of I didn't do enough. Mm -hmm. You're doing as much as you can right now, and that is okay. So if we were able to bring to light maybe some things that you could watch or play or listen to or do, or then ways that you can help. I, like. Yeah, or ways that you can help. And I feel like, you know, this was a, a positive thing to put out into the podcast first at this time. I agree. All right. And so with that, um, like to say goodbye and thanks again for listening. Please make sure that if you haven't already subscribed, you can. And we'll see you guys next month. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully um, we'll be in a better spot next month. Yeah, you're still open. (laughs) But stay safe out there, seriously.
Seriously, everyone. Yeah. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and those that you love. Mm -hmm. And we'll catch you next month. Grand Geek Gathering